With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. This is the first time you ever called this back this quickly. I know, right? Two hours later. Mm-hmm. That's Felicia in the Weird. background, though, isn't it? Yeah, that was me. We used to be on the call having a whole nother conversation. <laughs> and then he called in. <laughs> I'm, mess, I'm messing with Felicia, the recess killer. Huh. And put them children on. They can't even play no more. Okay. Anyway, I'm going back to read the book. Oh, boy. Because you, you, look, you meant you want to mess up everybody today. Yeah, that what? Huh? What you talking about? You trying to, look, uh-huh, that right there. You I'm making just, sure you get all this out. Look, I'm just trying to get this without a started. I'm just trying to get it done. Uh-huh. Tell us anything. Oh, okay, I got you something. Uh, um, uh, and Pam, when you make a copy, make make sure you send Erica because she got her deacon, she got her daddy, and she got a brother to send it to. Ooh, and do <laughs> look, and I'm gonna need a copy for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm listening to it and need a copy for myself. <laughs> <laughs> or, mm, mm, mm. But you know, one of the things that you said, it brought back to something that was um, showing on, you know, um, that was said from a well-known leader, in quotes. Um, And he was saying that, you know, it's up to the the believers to stop global warming. And so it's just like, you know, certain things, you know, we have to, we have to be careful, man, who, you know, uh, this is so, oh, my God, it's so deep. Yeah, man, go on and finish. I'm, I'm not saying nothing else today. Okay. I wish that were true for you, Felicia, but mm-hmm. I just want you to know that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But we're going to accept it, though. Yeah. Sam. We understand how you feel. Okay. So I'm just start here again. Mm-hmm. That God doesn't ask us to be obe- creative, but to be obedient. Sometimes the creativity of Christian leaders does damage to the kingdom of God because we mobilize believers in efforts that didn't originate in the heart of God. Our good ideas can actually restrict our ability to share in God's purposes. The way of God is this. Wait on me until I speak to you. I'll take that back. He says, wait on me until, then dash, until I speak to you. Hmm. So I, that could ahead. be whenever. That could be whenever. Well. 
Because wait on me until means just that. <laughs> right, right. That, that, that pause. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. I've discovered that it's much easier to be creative than obedient because creativity requires planning, but obedience requires listening. It's easier to plan than to listen. It's easier to press ahead with my own thoughts than to wait upon God for his thoughts. Mm. It's easier to plan than to listen. How many people would hear that and would say, no, they're crazy? Most people. Because they don't understand what it is to listen. Or the processes. Mm-hmm. And and what and what you what you have just said, those are um things that are that's that you action they they are actions, let me say that. Mhm. But they are actions that require you to do it sedentary or being still. If that makes sense. Now, I'm going to even take it up to another level, and, and I, I can attest this. Also on this prayer line, we have to listen while we're moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said something else, and I was jokingly, but it, when I said it, it's like, you know what, it makes no sense. Why do I have? Why does God tell me to pray always? Because the only way that I can get something done, because I got so much on my plate, is He's got to tell me how to do it. Mm-hmm. So when when He when He okay, like I said, when He gives you information from when you've taken a time, and see, even in the listening, there are different levels of listening. Like I'm, sometimes I'll be walking around doing a prayer call, and I'll somebody I pray for somebody or another. And I'm still doing what I'm doing. But there are other times when I got to wait a minute, hold up. Y'all hear me say, wait a minute, I got to part. I got Because mm-hmm. there's a whole nother level of listening. Mm. And correct me if I'm wrong. These actions require, and this is going to be an oxymoron, but these actions require that you do them while being still. And when I say being still, like Sam says, you got to keep moving while listening. You got to keep moving with what you're doing. But that innate thing, you have to be still in some regard while moving so you can listen. It's like you have to you have to shut some things down mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. you can be still enough to listen, if that makes sense. It's like... It's, it, uh, what I'm saying is you got to move and stop at the same time. But the, your action, the moving, is a movement of, of continuing what God has told you to do. But where you stop is where you shut certain things off so you can hear or be mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. to listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's, that's, when, that's when spirit, soul, and body becomes very, very important. Because in the natural, like I said, in the natural, mm-hmm. you gotta work. we got we got to do these things. But understanding that's the natural things mm-hmm. that need to be done. But in the spirit, we got to be connected right. in order to hear, so we can tell mm-hmm. 
and, and women, and, and even in that, and we got to trust God that when we stop mm-hmm. all that stuff in the natural, that it's going to be taken care of. But I right now, I got to adjust and make my primary mm-hmm. focus in the spirit. Oh, Jesus. Right. Because the planning and the listening is where you have to be still because you're not acting upon that plan. You're still doing what he has instructed you to do beforehand. But the planning process is you documenting or taking note, however you do it, spiritually or in carnal, in, in, in the flesh, that you can take note. But you're still moving with what he's instructed you to do previously, but you ha- are not acting upon the plan that he's giving you. Mm. Okay, I'm going back to me now. And, and Pam knows when, when, when I was trying to get, quit doing the real estate, trying to do it, he sat my down. No, no, no. But then I hit a point, okay, now, now just and move and start working on the building and start doing these things. Mm-hmm. worked out. Not mm-hmm. the way that I thought it was going to work out. Mm-hmm. And that's the funny part about it. But you know what? So, but that's what we miss out on when we stop looking at what happened before. Because when you look at like the, the Old Testament, the children of Israel, they do this thing every year where they sit in preparation. They sit in constant preparation. Um, and they, you know, and they go about their daily lives, but they always have uh, their 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 uh, their their go bag, so to speak. Their go bag is always with them. They're always mm-hmm. they're always ready. So whenever God tells them, so just like when God tells them they had to move out of Egypt, they were ready to go. We're supposed to be we're supposed to be able to be still, but ready. And the, and the thing is, we have to once you learn that balance, being still but always ready. When he said, when he speaks, mm-hmm. we can always be able to go. Okay, there is no. Oh right. wait, I gotta. Oh wait, I gotta go back and. Oh, he's like, look what you were supposed. I didn't tell you not to do anything. I just told you that you needed to be prepared. Prepared. Right. To this. And, you know, and it's just, oh. Uh, uh. mm. That's why listening is so important. Yeah. Yeah. That's why listening is so important. Because as Sam is reading, the thing that I, I mean, I visualize is he's telling you, like you said, be prepared. Mm. Um, he's at, and, and see, being prepared is is that planning process. So when I tell you to move, you are ready to move, and you can do it instantaneously. Exactly. Wait a minute. I got something else, too. Now, in the sitting still part, he's also training you to recognize his voice. Oh, yes, God. His own voice, you're going to mess it every time. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. Because more often than not, when we plan, more more people act upon it immediately. You move without being instructed to. When you put a plan of action together, most people think that you're supposed to um, 
as soon as you complete the plan that you're supposed to act upon the plan. And the plan is a preparation, so you are ready to move when you are instructed to do so. Girl, mm. Mm, mm. okay, I'm going to read. I'm going to read. I'm going to read. <sighs> I've discovered that it's much easier to be creative than obedient because creativity requires planning, but obedience requires listening. It's easier to plan than to listen. It's easier to plan ahead with my own thoughts than to wait upon God for his thoughts. And when you're waiting on God, there's no telling when he's going to come to you. You might wait days, weeks, months, or even years. I said, Lord, I can come up with ten creative ideas before you even say anything. That's where the real test is, however. Because when we finally hear from God, his ideas are always worth the wait. Just one solitary thought of God is many times more effective than our most brilliant profusion of ideas. I could slap you right now. <laughs> this is good news for those who have never felt exceptionally creative in terms of natural gifting. Some of us have felt inferior when we stood next to someone with a multitude of talents. But if we're all called to be obedient and creative, can you understand how this puts us all at the same level? The natural creative person has no advantage over the one who feels like a creative dullard. We're all reduced to this one common denominator. We must hear from God. There's great liberty here for those who will receive it. You might wait for days, weeks, or even months before you hear from God. And again, and I, I guess I guess that's what we need to, and what we're doing is breaking down the waiting or the being still and separating it from our perception of waiting and being still. Mm-hmm. Most of us want to equate that with just sitting down, twiddling your thumbs, doing nothing. And, and, and like you said, Erica, it's not that, because nine times out of ten, okay, like me, well, I was just talking about me and my list. Nine times out of ten, when you're waiting, that's the time that you go finish up those things that God had already told you to do. That's the time, because when you start on something, you get distracted or you get disrupted. That's the time you take from the enemy, from the enemy. That's the time that you take, okay, okay, like my things to do list, you go back and you reflect. Okay, let me go to this. Let me clean up all that little stuff. Let me do all that, because now I got a moment, I got time, I got, you know, I have the ability to do that. And so, so, so again, but see, if our agendas are lining up with his agendas, so that waiting and being still, I will, I will venture to say this, that after you have reached a certain point and you are at a certain level, 
that waiting to be still for God to to do a certain move normally ain't gonna be years anymore because see, a lot of that times he's trying to get you to the point that he can he can trust you. You're listening. You know his voice. All those things that need to be developed within you. Because, again, God has an agenda. So just think of a CEO. Why does a CEO have to have people to help him? Because he sees the big picture because he's in constant contact. So I can't do Erica, I can't do this all on my own. So I need people to help me who will line up with me. So I, I would venture to say that when you have grown and you've been transformed, you're in connection enough that that waiting period normally, again, why we have to learn to move while we're sitting still, because we don't have time. We can't just, just sit and wait in here. But he has gotten us in so much connection and understanding his ways and how to contact that we have been trained. Again, we didn't, none of us did this. The Holy Spirit has trained us to be in connection with him so that we can do that which he's called us to do. So, again, understanding, and I would, ooh, so understanding that the training process for us being still is progressive. Because initially, our being still will go to put some time aside in the prayer closet to pull away from everything and everybody. But as he grows us out of that, then that prayer closet is constantly there. We understand when we got to really pull away or when we still got to act. So us being still is progressive as we draw closer to the Father. Now I'm going on mute. But you know what, Tim, I, I was uh, the one thing that you clarified. You can move, you're moving according to completing what he already gave you to do that you didn't complete. Because a lot of times we we're moving and we're moving in our own, on our own, doing busy work and not being busy for him. There's a difference. Because a lot of people, they're like, okay, I should be doing something while I'm waiting. But they're doing things that have nothing that have nothing to do with what God wants them to do. He might actually want them to really be still, or they might even have things that he wants them to do that they are refusing to do. And so clarifying that, made, you know, I'm glad you clarified, making sure that when you're moving, you're completing those things that you didn't complete before as you're waiting for him to give you your next assignment or your next marching orders or whatever. Because, you we, you know, being busy, I mean, too many people are being busy just to be busy, to say that they're doing something, and it's not God, it's them. So, yeah, that's So so now you've just said a whole lot. So what I'm hearing is when we get to this certain level, okay, Father God. So we go back to clean up that which we haven't started. We need to know his voice so that we can move in accordance with what he tells us to do. We need to be doing the things he tells us to do, not just stuff to being busy. And one of the main tools that he has given us to walk at that level is to speak in tongues. Mm-hmm. So 
We don't get to the point of yielding or whatever is necessary need, but we would not be able to flow in that capacity. Because there is no way, earthly thing, not only just talking about that, then when the enemy is coming against you, so not just just life, when the enemy is coming against you in order for you to be able to hear, move, receive, understand, discern, and all the stuff, and, and, and do that, which you, that you just ain't going to be able to do it. Because you're not, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. So I have to communicate with you in a way that is beyond you in order to hear my directives. <clears throat> but see, because you're still caught in yourself, and now then you got the world pulling on you, telling you that this has to be done yesterday. If you don't do it, you got all that pulling on you. But see, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. So I have developed, again, a system to be able to impart my thoughts into you, my ways, and all this, and you be able to pick it up and receive it so you can flow in the capacity to do the things that I need you to do. But if you're not flowing, and I say different from speaking, if you're not flowing in the Holy Ghost to the point that you can communicate with him at that level, you blocked. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Okay, I'm I hope gonna... that old oh, Jesus was for all of us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get the book. I'm gonna just keep reading. Yeah, we we mm-hmm. okay. 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 Now this one here. Here we go. Erica, go ahead and slap me now. A service. Can I suck a punch you? You know what? I'm 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 gonna give you I'm gonna give you a, go ahead. I'll get a few up men. Okay. Let me know when you're ready. I don't think I'm ever gonna be totally ready. You just gonna have to go. Alrighty. Go for it. A servant operates in the vision of what could be. A friend operates in the confidence of what will be. Hmm. This could be what you want, but this is what you want. Say that again. I said the servant is the servant is given an order to do something, and they don't understand it. They'll go, "Oh, this could be what you meant," and do it that way instead of going back like a friend and saying, "Is this what you meant?" Mm. And do it the way they want it done. Mm. I mean, I'm looking at like my, you know, I'm talking about my helpers and stuff, you know, and uh, do this, do this. Okay, I got it, got it, got it. But they really don't have it. Yeah. You know, and so now I have to understand that and help them to grow. So then my, now my mission, okay, oh, here we go. My mission is not to have them to get a job done. My mission is for them to grow up in the capacity so they can see beyond where they're at, so they can do what I would ultimately needs to be done. So I got to help them grow up. Oh, Jesus. When you talk about that, it makes me think about when we were growing up and, you know, between our parents and our teachers, and they would give us instructions. Community. Like, you know, you got it, you understand, and you say yes. And they say, okay, repeat it back to me. <laughs> oh, I still do that. That works. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, and then you realize you, you, you don't really have it. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you, you thought you had it, but you don't really have it. And then we wonder why God makes us be still. I mean, when we're first starting out, when he's sit down and wait on me. Mm, mm. But I, I'm getting ready to give you another analogy. Mm. <clears throat> and if it step on anybody's toe, well, maybe it was meant to. <laughs> yeah. Okay, a servant and a friend. Uh, everybody, I say it like this, and I, you know, everybody on the line believe in God. They know, um, I guess I say in regard to me, I'll make it personal. You know, or a believer. And if I were to say something and said that God, um, you know, um, God has stated this is what you should do. And as a servant, you you a believer and you trust and you do. Because I have developed a friendship with Sam, I can tell Sam the essence or the core of where it comes from. And Sam can also be that servant, but he's also that confidant in understanding our friendship to to know exactly what the root of it is. But now you're talking about relationship then. Yes. Because God can look at us as a servant, but because he has, we, um, a certain group or certain people can have a different relationship with him. He can expose more of what he said to the servants, to the friend. Because they're confidential enough to hold true to what he's saying. Mm. Mm. See, I can't. God can't tell all the servants the the true essence of what they're getting ready to walk into. Because they, as a servant, you're going to do as you're being instructed. But if you sense any type of danger or harm or insecurity in what I'm telling you, once I'm confidential enough to tell you the root behind why you're doing this, you might decide to back down. Come on now. Come on. Come on. You're basically connected it all together because at the end of the day, he wants us to be all of that. He wants us to be the friend and the friend. That's right. But he's letting you know that it is a developmental thing and a training thing that we have to get through because you have in all honesty you have to learn to be a servant before you can even be a friend come on because you have to learn how to listen you have to learn how to act upon before i can really tell you and express to you what is the true purpose behind this because satan was on your doggone back and if i did and if i had told you that as a um, told you that as a servant, if you had turned left, you would have uh, walked right into his trap and you would have died right there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But as a friend, 
once you have built and, and grown and matured to have that relationship with me, I can tell you that Satan is on your back and he is here to destroy you. You cannot turn left or else it is to your demise. And you will, as a friend, I can tell you that in confidence and you will keep focused on my word and my will and you will keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm, I ain't okay, got... Isn't that adding up to a bond service? Now that's getting to a whole other level. That's talking about Paul there. Mm-hmm. Mm. But see, mm. the thing is, I, but the thing is, I, I wouldn't want to. Mm-hmm. Let me let me just finish the reading. I, look, I already know what she's saying because I I live there too. Sometimes I do. You know the one thing Before I want to say it. I live there. I think that and and again maturity as we're growing that mm. each of us are at some different levels in some aspect of our life. Mm-hmm. There are some things that we that we're struggling to believe God for. There are some things we just be doing out of obedience, and there are some things where God openly communicates with us the the, the truthfulness of what's going on. But I said, so each of us in some areas of our life are there. Mm. Look at the disciples. Yeah, most of them became friends after Jesus um, was crucified. Because they didn't understand truly what was going on. Right. They were servants as they were walking with him. Mm. They learned to be servants as they walked with him because as he instructed them to do things, they may have even had questions. No, they ain't no net. Look, at they they walked in unbelief. Remember the storms was, and the different things? Hey. What's what? what that, y'all, y'all see everything I just did? Right. And they were still servants. But they became... Uh, they, you know, they became friends after he was crucified. Wow. Wow. But it goes back to that 30, 63, and 12. There you go. There you go. That's talking about because the thing is, when they became friends, they still were not as close as they should have been mm-hmm. or they could have been. But that three and that one was that he had to go with him when he went to pray. And then his beloved, you know, those were the ones that saw and understood and 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 actually listened to what he was saying. Because you still have those friends who don't want to listen. I mean, you, and you can't say that they're not friends, and you can't say that they won't be there for you. But at the end of the day, they still won't listen to what you're trying to show them. You know, they still won't they still won't try to grasp hold. But like they, like he had said, he was like, if you have that the, the one or three that are there for you, that's why he said where two or three are gathered. Two or three people will be on one accord on on all levels at on whatever situation. He said where two or three are gathered. You know, mm-hmm. those three will that that cord that can't be broken, that cord that can't bend or break. You know, it'll 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 it's strong because 
They understand everything. Right. They love that one accord. And That's man, right. And what you can't tell folks that these days, man, they're like, oh, and see, a lot of people want the title of being a friend and not understanding the responsibility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they don't, and I can, you know, bring it just right back to what we're saying. They're not listening to the requirements of a friendship. Can I call you at three o'clock in the morning? It sounds that sounds good, right? <laughs> Are you available at two thirty in the afternoon? That's right. You know? That's right. No, okay. Your 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 requirement as a friend, and my requirement as a friend, are two totally different things. Not right. You're not a friend, but our levels are different. It is. Uh-huh. It's just like when Mary make that phone call, will you even call her back? <laughs> or do you look at the caller ID and be like, uh-uh, not today, Mary. Right, right. Today. See, I know I can call Sam at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I know I might not, not answer the phone. Yeah. <laughs> right. And and that's and that's the that's the crazy thing. But see, a true friend a true friend knows that they yeah. can call you at two thirty or three o'clock in the morning if it's important enough. And I and I guarantee you, God will put you in a position to answer it. Come on now, hey, who come? Well, you know why? Because whatever the reason is, God's purposes. That's right. <laughs> Jesus. But at the same time, understanding our friendship, I don't make it a habit to call him at 2.30 every night. Oh, come on now, because then that would be abusing. Oh, come, mm. Right. Well, Sam, my friend, I mean, he he answered my phone call last time when I called him at 2.30. I'm going to call him at 2.30 again and see what he's doing. Mm-mm. And then you call him and you say, were you asleep? <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Not only were you sleep. Well, see, there was a cat walking around outside, and you really. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Back to what Felicia was saying, and I meant to say it earlier. That's the thing, again, translating us to where we need to be. God has always worked in remnants. God has always worked in small numbers. So we got to understand that, and that there's more, like like you said, there's more power in those five people that are saved than in those other 95 that come to the church and that are not. So, again, we have to transform our understanding over to God's understanding. Pastor Mark's church, he got... Yeah, yeah. And he got his his church. He got more got more money, and I'm just saying money because most churches are struggling trying to sell chicken dinners. <laughs> he got a, a nice bit of change. And I ain't gonna say no. I don't know the specific amount, but it's, it's, it's six figures just sitting in the bank account the, until they hear from God 
to what God has called them to do. Then they go and do. With those six significant folk. Right, with those six significant. We got 200 and we can't have 20. We can't have $10,000 sitting in the bank for our account. You have 600. Oh, oh, come on now. You know, and get. It's six compared to your 600. Mm. 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 Because at the end of the day, it, it's what you're putting, what, who are you promoting? Are you promoting God? Are you promoting his word? Or are you promoting yourself? Mm, yo, our agendas. I I serve an agenda. And, and, I, and again, and I always want to say this, when we don't need to discount, talk about mega churches because that's where the majority of people are at. They need right. a pastor too. Right. Right. So, I mean, so I don't want to never throw no shade. Like, we know everybody needs somebody. But the thing, the thing which we need to all understand, we might be at that level, but it's our choice whether or not we stay there. Mm. Mm. Let me finish this reading. Come on now. Come on. Okay. A servant operates in the vision of what could be. A friend operates in the confidence of what will be. God will accomplish far more muddy the waters with his own creative juices. Instead of getting in God's way, he will get in God's ways. Here's the amazing part. When you begin to hear God's ideas and to act upon them, others will be astounded at your creativity. The reason is simply because God's thoughts and ways are so different from ours that when he begins to reveal his purposes to us, it will be be strikingly extraordinary. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Nor are my ways your ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts are your thoughts. Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. If an idea smells, looks, and feels like something you come up with, then be assured it's infinitely different from God's way. God's way of thinking is not only in a different ballpark, it's on a different planet. One way to know it's God's ideas is that you would never have come up with that idea on your own. God's ways will always be different from your ways. You can get frustrated with that, or you can choose to be attracted by it. God made us to be naturally attracted to that which is different from ourselves. Let's choose to be fascinated by his ways. The fact that we do not understand his ways should fuel our desire to know him better. Mm. Paul writes in Ephesians 10 and 20, Not to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. And i got to stop that right there. When, when I first read it, and then he talked about it. To him who is able exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, this person, this being, who can do any, whatever we can think, he can do over and beyond that. The next part, he says, according to the power that works in us. That power is inside of us. 
That the God, now I'm, I'm, I'm again, God who can do far exceedingly abundant more than we think, that same power resides on the inside of us. Hmm. There's a power at work in me that far exceeds my thinking. There's a power at work in me that exceeds my imagination. So why limit what God wants to do in through my life to the smallness of my own creative thinking? By God's grace, I'm dispensing with this business of spending time dreaming up innovative ways to do the work of the kingdom. With pen and notepad in hand, Look in my bag and get me wipes, please. Imagining what I might be able to do for God. Instead, I'm going to give myself to ardent listening with a pen and notepad in hand. Noting those promptings are directives that come from the heart of God. Have done with our own ingenuity. Let's tune into what God wants He wants to do by His incredible power. Dies in and flows through us. Paul continues. To him be the glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. Ephesians 3 and 21. My ideas have a way of directing certain percentage of attention to myself. His ideas were down only to his glory. That makes his ideas not only better, but safe. That is us for today. Huh? Look in the bathroom, huh? Look in the bathroom and find her little face cloth. Put some warm water on there, bring it here. Well, anybody else got anything besides Renee addressing the baby? <laughs> oh, okay, I'm still on this. <laughs> anybody else got anything? I mean, we done all been all up in it today, so. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you one thing. While you were going through all of that, I call them um, learning how to be date. And also, I kept thinking about Jenkins Island. Because everybody that was on the island, they, out of the time that they was on the island, they never learned how to get out of, get out of their own way. And possibly came close, but then they went back to their, um, went back to their carnal nature. Did you hear me, Sam? You said get out of their own way in what perspective? Okay, because you had the scientist, you had the farm girl, you had the captain and his first mate, and you also had the millionaire and his wife. Okay. At that point, now here it is, they went out for a three-hour tour, but look how much stuff they brought with them. Okay, then you had the starlet. Okay, but she says to herself to be all that and uh, all that with no expiration date, but really for what she had her mind on was irrelevant. The top ones that really mattered was the scientist and the farm girl because what they had, what their knowledge was in was able to sustain the rest of them. So they could take the natural elements that they were in and do something with it. As far as the question was first made, they were just kind of out there because here it was on the other side of the island. 
real civilization. But meantime, you had other things that came out to the island, and they thought that they would trick them into getting them into um, showing them off the island. But then for the little spiritual things that they were attached to, they stayed focused on their God. And for them, they need iron. Mm. I mean, so it's a lot of things that it showed in that program or how we get so caught up in ourselves, how we can't get out the way of ourselves. And um, also, we're our biggest enemy. And then, too, because of the millionaires of life. Now, we thought they were all because they had no money, but they, they had no use for their money there. So now they're out of it, now they're, they're out of that system. So even if they're still within two figures, their money was like Confederate money. It wasn't going to have any meaning until they went back and got into that civilization that they came out of. Oh, wow. I mean, so, you know, it was a program that went out and people laughed and stuff. But if you really look into the true meaning of it, it, it really gives you a whole lot to think about. And, you know, it goes right back to um, the people from Egypt being in the wilderness for 40 years, and they was only 30 minutes away from the promised land. Now, he's only 30 minutes away, but it took me 40 years to understand. But then again, too, at that point, it took all the last 40 years for some people to die off and some more to be reborn in order to grow into the understanding. Now, for that kind of shit about being baked, you can take something as simple as a grasshopper or either as an earthworm, and it'll be obedient enough to, it may put up some resistance by wiggling to try to get away from you so you don't put them on the hook. But once you put them on the hook, they wiggle enough to get the, the, the attention of the thing that it's trying to pull in. And uh, God takes us through things to where here it is. He has stuff in front of us and giving us visions and stuff in order to realize he's here. But like you said, he'll never leave us or forsake us. So why do we keep on acting like we can't depend on him? And one thing you do want to do with a friend, you want to feel like you can't depend on that friend. Two, if a friend asks you to do something, you're not going to think of a friend that's ever asked you to do something that's going to put you in harm, ways, or danger. And just like going into a marriage, when you say you're alive, you say that you're going in willing to uplift and work with each other, not to let each other fail, but to build each other up to succeed. Okay, I'm finished. I'm about to go on mute. Okay.
Okay, but any uh, comments or criticism? And if I got anything wrong, please correct me. <laughs> I just don't want to take no three-hour tours. I don't want you to take no three-hour tour either. <laughs> Anybody else got anything? All righty. Anybody got anything going on? Anybody got anything going twice? Question. Mhm. Um. Okay. So we are. Uh, 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 uh. Um, so now, since you were reading this, how do we apply it? Oh, girl, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. <clears throat> because, again, you know, we can't, you know, we, like the scripture says, we can't look in the mirror and see what needs to be fixed and then walk away and don't do nothing about it. So what do we do to make um, leadership? What do we do to um to make sure you know that we're that we're walking and we're adding this to our process? Because since you know at the end of the day, what I'm what I'm seeing is you know um that because we talk we talk about processes and procedures and 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 things like that, like that needs to be added to the diagram. As we go into you know our relationship with God, so how do we add this to the process? Well, I'm gonna say this, Felicia. Since you look, since you want to stir this 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 mess of hornets up, this is what I'm gonna say. Go get lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? The- that right, right, right. Because you know I, I was trying to get out, but what she just did. Mm, Mm. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I just no, no, no you're not. You know why? Because each of us individually needs to answer that. Because I can't answer that for you. You can't answer that for me. Everybody's a different level. So since you want to bring that in, I think each of us need to quickly, or however, or maybe just to begin to access, and then just begin to say what you think, what you're at, that you can begin to apply what we just learned. Mm. Now she, now she really cussing. I, I should. Now, what's the question, though? How, basically, to sum up what she said, everything that we've been talking about, how can we apply it to our life? <laughs> no, I, I don't want you to hear this and walk away and say that was a good speech. What can I actively do so it'll make oh, a I difference? I got you. <laughs> look, I wrote the look. Look, I wrote the question down. <laughs> you you gonna have a book? Well, you and Pen will not be okay. Y'all both. Everybody, okay, I'm going Everybody gonna have books when this when I'm, I'm shutting up. <laughs> well, I can say one of the first things for me is to learn how to listen. Okay. And what I will say to this, I always used to, I used to beat myself up on it a lot. Um, but I was always the type of person 
who was fearful that my answer would be wrong, so I would never be quick to respond to questions. And I think being a processor has attributed is something that I've learned from that. Hello? So Erica says one of the things that she says needs to be to learn how to listen. So who else got something? I would say be mindful. As the saying was, do all as you have them do unto you. So, in you saying that, what level do you think you're at? Even serving a friend. Okay. Well, and then too, and then that is kind of like of a tricky double scored question because for me. I don't want anybody to go around trying to see how bad they can hurt me or try to um, name me or do anything hurtful. Huh? And I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't want to do that to anybody else because I don't want nobody doing that to me. But we know that there's fair weather friends out there. We know that people that they claim a lot. Now, being true to their words, that's something else. But then that's where we can't go in and go in for judgment either. Because when we start going into judgment, then they, we just got knocked down to their level. And now we're not being true to our word because we're being, because we're being too mindful of how they're not being true to theirs. Now, and, and due to her response, I want to pose another question to add on to what Felicia is saying, or question Felicia prompted. Let's be real about where we think we are. Are we a believer? Are we a servant? Or are we a friend? And why? And then what can we do to improve our, our relationship? Or to go to the next level, and, and, and this is not to be. I mean, let's be real about this. Where you, where you really think you are? Okay, say that again, because you know I'm, I'm multitasking. Say that one more time. Okay, Felicia basically was saying, what can we do to apply what we've heard today? Mm-hmm. Then I said, you know, as I was listening to Renee, I said, you know what? We also need to to be truthful. Where do we think we are at? And and are we a believer? Are we a servant? Are we a friend? You know, or whatever. You know, thirty, sixty, hundred, all those different acronyms that he's given. Where do we truthfully think we're at? And what do we think we can be? We can do to improve um, our relationship or our standing. Well, I, I can. I will be one of the first to say 
that I, I think I exhibit and display at times 30, 60, and 100. And with that being said, if one would say that um, I may be fickle at times, I am. Um, I would say um, my spiritually, um, my faith is is um, is strong and it's pure. I have a tendency to allow life circumstances to shake me periodically, which is why I believe I display um, or exhibit the behavior that displays me being in the different degrees of 30, 60, and 100. What I feel I need to do or what I know for a fact that I need to do, I need to... um, I need to pray more, and I need to be um, a studier of his word more. And I need to constantly um, build and and strengthen my spirit to where um, I say that I trust God and do it beyond a shadow of a doubt to where I will not allow those things that happen in my life to uh, shake my faith or my action. No. Anybody else? I'll talk to you. Um, I kind of like on the same way with Erica. I'd say that I'm a friend, but there are areas in my life where, uh, yeah, I probably need to clean up a little bit. I ain't going to lie. Um, and I guess. Applying his word and trusting him. I don't know. And the thing about what I want to say is when I'm shaking, but but it's like I got so much going on. I'm constantly being shaken, constantly being moved. Um, I'm just finding more peace and the ability to stand and stand there for. Um, I guess, in applying with me, I guess, in applying the things that we've been hearing and studying is to accept them more and allowing God for his overall purposes. That's probably an area of of growth because I, I find that as I accept his purposes, then... That gives me a greater sense of peace, and in actuality, it's also giving me a, a a better explanation 
of the path that I've been placed upon to walk. So I guess one of the biggest things would be to accept more of his purpose for my own personal walk of where I've been, where I'm at, and where I'm going. So I guess that's kind of like what I got to say about it. I didn't know who I was on the line, so. <laughs> Anybody else? My head hurts. Huh? <laughs> head hurts. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. That means she done, she, ah, I got, I'm stuck, I'm stuck. Blockage is blockage is. <laughs> I like to say it's a man. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You know what, though? Oh, oh, now she's going to really, really get me now. Oh, good grief. Because it just dawned on me when you said that, and I reflect upon the prayers, and I reflect upon all that we've been talking about. We've been talking about sitting still, but yet moving. And a lot of my prayers to you lately have been that your opportunity to sit still while being still is over with. So now you got to learn how to be still while you're moving, and that's why your head's hurting. Mm-hmm. Go on and laugh. <laughs> it's Erica's fault. See, that's why you special. Oh. I'm going to do my last bit of juicing. And anybody else? Well, hey, what's that? He hears you. He just, he hears you. He's juicing. <laughs> He, he hears you, though. Okay. Okay, what's well, happening? You're able to come off the meat. Well, can we look at Jesus' walk? Because he walked. He prayed. He meditated. He listened to God's voice. But there, too, he didn't go by totally for what man had to say. But he stuck with God's voice for when things was okay and where he wanted him to go. I have a question. Is this your answer to the question, or is this your response to what Sam said about his position? It's not on both. Okay. If you don't mind, could you restate that again? Because I'm not really sure how I can differentiate differentiate what you're saying about you and where the comparison is to what you your expression is about Sam. Okay, because the thing of it is, like I was saying, I was using Jesus' walk was because he was in the world 
physically just like we are. But he stayed true to his calling. And for him walking amongst the other people, he did what was to be needed. But there, too, he always asked for direction before he did it. But he kept moving. Okay, so where does Renee fit in this? Okay, so out of that, it's, I mean, I could have the same opportunity as he did, but I just have to become more clear in what voice to listen to. And out of that, it's going to stagnate me. But then maybe God will put me for where I stand still so I can get a better understanding. So you're saying your differentiation between the voice that you hear, understanding that it's God, or sorry, I'm just trying to get clarification. That's okay. If that is God, if it's the Holy Spirit. And then, too, it's also showing on just how much I'm dependent in my faith uh, and how much am I dependent on the physical. So I want to ask you, Renee, what do you think you need to do in order to clarify the voice of God and other voices? What what do you think, not me, but what do you think you need to do in order to clarify the voice? Well, I want to do more meditation and, and more prayer and get more into his word. Okay, is that what Renee said? Is that what Renee took the time to find out from God what you need to do? I'm glad when it's both. Reason I said it because you said it kind of quickly. Okay, now reason why I said that too is because I would say back in my twenties, and that's usually a time where you have a lot of things come your way, you get overwhelmed, and uh, as the old people would say, your eyes get bigger than your stomach. And I had a, I want to say it was a revelation. Uh, for where I'm not a heavily materialistic person. So the material stuff really doesn't save me as it would somebody that is. And out of that, for what other people may think, you know, just for me to go more into myself, I, I, I just can't get into that. And since that's something that has already woken my senses up, um, 
looking towards the hills to find out what my what what, what my steps should be. I mean, because, okay, just like with the last couple of years, I've been on foot. And a lot of people that I come across, they're going, oh, I couldn't do that. Oh, you a good one. Oh, I, I couldn't, I couldn't. But you don't know what you're going to do until you step out. Now, just for the two years of me being on foot and on bus, I could have came up with a whole lot of excuses of why I didn't want to put in the, the work to go ahead and get my legs to work and to get to moving. Okay, let me ask you this, Renee. Um, two questions in one. What okay. is fasting? What is fasting, and what do you think one of the purposes of fasting is? Okay, fasting. I would say to more get in tune with your spiritual, and then. For the other question, I would pretty much say it's the detox. The who? A detox. Detox meaning what? Detox of purging my body of things that I might have taken, let it be through um, physical or either mental or my understanding. Okay. Okay. Um, let me let me helpfully clarify some things for you. Okay. And um, yeah, because come back crying. Father God, help me to say what you need to be said, Lord. so that she can receive what you want her to have. Okay. Um. I asked you how can you hear the voices, and, I, and I, I'm, I'm noting that I'm saying this word quickly. You said by meditating in prayer, and by discernment, that tells me that you're not really understanding what God wants you to hear. Now, understand what I'm saying. I said by discernment. It's not what you said, but mm-hmm. what... What, but what my spirit received, and that's why I said by discernment. Uh-huh. So now I've asked you what is fasting and the purposes of it because you're right, but there's something deeper, and I believe this will be very key for you to help. And when I forget who it was when Jesus came up to somebody and said, well, this kind you can only get out by prayer and fasting. The one of the main components that, uh, that our body needs to survive is food. Right. Understanding that we are three-part being, spirit, soul, and body. When we're denying the very thing that our body needs for existence, it puts us in a particular place. Now, when we're doing this, being led by the Holy Spirit, so you can fast. Because it's it's a it's a good detox, as you said. You can fast for natural reasons. You can fast because you feel you know it'll be helpful to you. But when God leads you to fast, then that's a whole nother thing. 
Because, see, what you're doing then is, like you said, we got voices. We got things coming against us, speaking all kind of stuff that goes on in our life. And by fasting, that's make, making a clear line of putting my body under and getting an understanding by putting my body under that in this case means my soul, which is my mind, my will, and my emotions. So in doing that, then I am beginning to tell my spirit, I'm giving you control. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. I'm telling my spirit that I'm giving you control. I'm, 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 I'm getting away some of the blockages, some of the carnality, all this other stuff, because now I can begin to hear clearly because God is is distinctly revealing things to me. And I said revealing, not me knowing. So you need to go on a fast that the Holy Spirit leads you on so that you can get clarity. Now you need to talk to God about what kind of fast you need to do. Whether it need to be a partial fast, a normal fast, several days, or however he needs Again, see, this is where it comes in a one-on-one relationship with the Holy Spirit. You need to do that so that God can begin to can give you the distinction that you need because you have a desire for it, but there is some cloudiness, and by fasting, God can begin to show you what is needed, and also empower and equip you. Remember, this is a spirit, soul, um, body thing. So this will begin to grow your spirit man up so that you that spirit will begin to be able to take control because in certain areas of your life, your spirit is not leading you. It's your soul. But see, again, why God allows us to sit? Because if we don't ever sit... We won't never know the difference. And he'll, again, and so by that sitting, when we're not producing fruit, that begins to make us question, which allows God to come forth and enter in in the areas where before we think we got it, but we don't. But again, that's that sitting and waiting. So again, that's why it takes people years to wait on God because it's taking years to get into position to to downgrade or whatever needs to happen in order to be able to really receive that which God wants us to have. It's not that God doesn't desire us to have it. It's that we're getting in the way, number one. And two, the enemy desires us not to have it. So, again, there are things that come at us purposely designed from the devil to keep us from getting that which God wants us to have. So fasting is a spiritual tool that God gives us to help break those bondages, those ties, all those things. It's a tool. It's a weapon. So even in fasting, that looks like we're doing nothing because I'm not eating. But if God ordains you to fast and you do what he tells you to do the way that he tells you to do it, it's a weapon. So that sitting's doing nothing by just I'm not eating. Now, if you if you go on a fast and God, God told you not to do it, then you're just being hungry. But if God tells you to do it, then there's a weapon. There's a purpose to it. 
So get in the one-on-one with the Holy. I personally believe that you need to go on a fast, but this is me talking. Talk to God about the going on one-on-one conversation with the Holy Spirit. That's your mentor. He'll confirm. Speak to him. He'll give you what you needed, not only if you need to do it, but what type of fast. And you do it the way he tells you to do it. And, again, however he tells you to do it. You ain't got to tell nobody. It might be a couple of people. I don't know. But he has his grand design purposes. You seek him, let him guide you, and from that you'll be able to bear fruit. I'm done. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That was powerful, brother. Oh, hey, what's up, bro? Ron? You all right? <laughs> How you doing today? You always need. You always come in from the background. <laughs> hey, man. How you been doing? You been on the road? Yeah, I worked last night. Yeah, that 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 was good because like they're fasting. It, it teach you to deny yourself, <clears throat> you know, where you where you just is not where it's not about you. Mm-hmm. You're just seeking God. It's not about what you want. You're just <clears throat> listening to Him and just denying yourself so that you can so that you can get past yourself, get to Him and what mm-hmm. He has for you. Because mm-hmm. we can block our blessings. We, we can be so much in the way. That we can't hear God, can't see God, can't feel God. Come on. And what all it does is just, it just makes you. It's just like a blood clot. You know, you you get something and you push that clot out. You know, and there was fast fasting does it gets the clot out so mm. that the flow can go better. Mm. You know, it's like a it's like a blood thinner. Take all the thickness out your blood mm. so that it can flow smooth, so that all the thickness in our spirit can get out of us so that we can hear God clear. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Mm. That was that was Miss Renee you was talking to? Uh that was Renee. Yeah. Hey. You doing all right? Huh? I said you doing all right? I'm doing okay. And you know the enemy and which way to go, huh? You know the enemy, he don't want you to when you're trying to go somewhere new. He don't want you to go there. He wants you to stay. He wants you to stay in that same place that you've been in. Mm-hmm. And one thing, I, I'll give you a lesson to do. Well, I want you to get two words and study them, uh, so that you can see. One of them is understanding, and the other is confusion. And you mm-hmm. see where understanding come from, and you see where confusion come from, so that. When you go into a place and you get confused, you'll know where confusion came from. Okay. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The Bible says, God said that I'm not the author of confusion. So 
if he said this, he said, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask God. If uh-huh. for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, they're all in a branch together. You see what I'm saying? There's uh-huh. different levels. Knowledge and understanding brings along wisdom. And so one thing about it is that you can't be confused and understand at the same time. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. And so another thing is that fear brings confusion too because you'd be like, man, I'm kind of, I want to go, I want to follow God, but I'm, I'm scared what they're going to say or what they're going to do. And the biggest thing is that we have to be delivered from folks and ourselves. That's the only way that God is going to move in our lives. Make sense? Yeah, I agree with you. Yep. I ain't gonna talk to you to death. <laughs> I receive what you said. Just you know, you gotta um uh, be appreciative for what God has given you. Uh, just keep your eyes just strictly straight on Jesus. And that'll help you a lot. Because sometimes we'll be like Peter. Peter had to he had to sink. It was it was he had to sink. To know that it wasn't him that brought him back up in the water. You see what I'm saying? To know that it mm-hmm. was all his strength that was walking on the water. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And a lot of times we think so that we can get closer to Jesus and we'll understand that it was his power. Because when I was doing it, I started looking at other stuff and I started to sink. But when I started focusing on him, that's when I started back walking again, you know, when we get close uh-huh. to him. Just thank God for your gifts. And thank him like the Bible says, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God. You know, thank him for the good and the bad. You got to stay close to him. At all times, even when bad things happen, say, Lord, we got to say, Lord, I thank you. Yes, ma'am. I'm finished. Brother Sam. Yep, I'm here. I'm here. Oh, yes, sir. I was, I was finished. Oh, oh, okay. Amen. Amen. That was powerful. That was definitely powerful. All righty. Well, 
Anybody else got anything? Before we get into prayer request. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. What was that prayer? No, we had started prayer, and then Felicia, Felicia started this thing. <laughs> Why you always got to see? Stop blaming folks. Just go. Let's go. Uh-huh. On. <laughs> we never got to prayer. You were doing the countdown. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, okay. Uh, okay, so I'm going to blame you and Lisa then. Lisa started because we asked the question, which led into who knows where and why. <laughs> and then I'm trying to get to prayer, and then Felicia want to say, well, you know what? How do we apply what we learn? <laughs> well, I tell you what, stick me on the cross for um, causing the, the blood clot. <laughs> okay. Sure. Well, you know what? I'm going to start off with Renee. Father God, she chooses by confession out of her mouth that she doesn't want to be blocked anymore, Lord. Holy Spirit, you know what, how mm, mm, mm. it needs to occur, Lord, so those blockages will be opened up in her life, Father. Oh, yes, Lord. Father God, give her what is needed. You are the great physician. Go forth, Father. We're not talking about the symptoms, but we're talking about the root. Take her down the pathway, Father, so those blockages can be opened up, Lord. Father God, her heart yearns to hear from you clearly, Lord. Her spirit cries out to hear from you clearly, Lord. So, Father God, just as she's crying out to you, Lord, you are designed to run to her. Just like he talked about in the prodigal son, the father ran out to meet that child, Father. Holy Spirit, you are running out right now to meet her where she is. Father, to bring her home to where you desire her to be, Lord. We come against all blockages right now in the name of Jesus, all demonic mm, attacks, evil schemes, generational curses. It don't matter because his father is being reunited with his daughter, and his love covers a multitude of sins. Father God, your word is enacted in her heart, in her spirit, soul, and body at this very moment as you are eliminating those things that Satan has been using to keep her from hearing clearly from you, from seeing that which you desire her to do. You are causing those things to cease and desist right now in the name of Jesus, Lord. And Holy Spirit, she is beseeching for her spiritual diet. Oh, that that is needed so she can begin to gain the strength that is needed so she can begin to flow in the giftings and callings that are upon her life. So continue to rise up inside of her, use her in a great and mighty way, Father. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Mm, mm, mm. Amen. Wow. And amen. 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 Wow. Mm. Well, before I was before I even began to read, and I said for a radical word, I think this has definitely been one. <laughs> okay, what y'all do with my juice? Y'all came in my house and moved my juice. Ask the cat. Okay. Well, check the freezer. <laughs> that, was, that was my next comment. Okay, yeah, right. <laughs> Wait a minute. Ask the one that keeps moving from this. You said what? Ask, ask the one that keeps moving your desk. 
Well, you know what? Mm, I don't even want to talk about that right now. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. Hey, they ain't been back in a while. Let them stay where they at. Oh, okay. That's what he moved to a G. Oh, God, amen. Huh? All right, who else wants to next? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Mm. All right. Okay, who else wants to pray? Come on once. You know, you know, look, look, it's, it's, it's 1246, so, uh, yeah, y'all play around if y'all want to. <laughs> Me. 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 Uh, now y'all want to talk. <laughs> We just gotta decide who's gonna go next. You need to know somebody. Quit playing. Hey, 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 hey! Look, look! I ain't had nothing. Mm, mm. You know I'm special. <laughs> On so many levels. Mm-mm. Okay, I think Pam's going next. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, you ready, Pam? Of course not, but I, uh, but yes, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just laying here bleeding on the bed. So now, this is my prayer for you. Father God, you show her what's the next move. You teach her how to move in accordance what you want. Because on one level, there's fear sitting right there. I don't want to. I can't. I don't don't understand. But right next to that is you going to say, come on. Then right next to that, but Lord, if I go into you, I'm going to experience this. I'm going to have, and her head is just going everywhere. That's why her head hurts. So you're going to have to supernaturally tell her what to do to get her beyond where she's at. And at this moment, Pam, as I speak, and he's beginning to tell you your next step. I don't even know what it is, but he's telling you your next step right now. So that thing that he's telling you, don't just throw it out your mind. That that he said that, that don't know not not, not, not not whatever he's telling you at this moment, that's your next step. So what you need to do is step out on faith, and this is so key. Trust God to bring it to pass. See that's that's a big thing because if I step out, how am I going to do this? Well. He didn't tell you to do it. He told you to step. So when you step, like what you tell me, jump. Well, when you jump, 
you got to trust God to bring it to pass what he told you to do. Remember, if it's his covenant, if it's his purpose, he'll bring it to pass. So you got to be obedient and move not only what he's calling you to do, when he's telling you to do it, and even how. That means you can't even do it just any kind of way. Mm. Yeah, it's different when you get to that other level. I did it, Lord. No, you got to do it even in a certain type of manner. Everything he wants to be done needs to be done in love. Not our love, but the God kind of love. And I know she's saying, you know what, dude, are you done yet? <laughs> and you know what, actually, I am done because from here on out, whatever else you need to receive, you're going to get it directly from the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name I pray, man. Amen. Amen. Man, it must be it must be on and popping today. Y'all still on? I'm on oh, Lord. I'm, okay. All these text messages start. I'm like, what is going on? I said, well, let me just call in just for green just to see. They're probably not there. You just a still on? I said, oh my god. What and wait, man, we blaming you and Felicia. That's all I got to say. Yeah, Felicia. What do we do? Hmm? What do we do? I don't know. I don't know. I'm so sad. I hate that because that means that it was good today and I'm missing. That's the with all these children. That's why it's on the recording, dear. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, convenient amnesia. But now that we got you on the line, dear, let's go ahead and pray for you. Everybody wants to pray for Lisa, go ahead. I'm going to end it with prayer. So go ahead. Felicia, you want to pray for her, Pam? Go right ahead because we didn't pray for you earlier. I need y'all better be praying for me every day whether I'm on the night messing out all these boys. I just be looking like because the girls I got the two girls they just be sitting there so quiet, hands folded. I, these jokers right here, it's like a whole football team. Wow. Hey, Lisa. Anybody want to pray for her? Lisa? Yes, ma'am. Do you have any uh, dogs in your um, kitchen troops? Do I have any what? Do you have any males in your kitchen troops? No, I have two who are going to volunteer, but they are not available this week. That's the issue. I don't have meals next week. No, I have three. I have three. So they're, you know, they're not available this first week, but they'll be available next week. Okay. My question is that you get in more positive male influence. You said, am I going to get in more positive male influence? Yeah. So how many, how many male boys do you have? 
Father, we thank you that those that help it, help it so that the parents will continue to be able to afford the the quality and afford the the um the care that is given to each and every child that's there. Help their finances keep them exactly where they are and increase in them as well, Father, as she blesses them, let them bless her for your glory and for her good. In Yeshua's name we pray. Amen. 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 I got off light today. <laughs> I was scared. When I saw what time was y'all was still on, I was like, maybe I shouldn't call in. I ain't prayed for you yet. Oh, I didn't think you were going to. <laughs> I'm just letting everybody else go first, dear. Well, you know. Anybody else? I'm going to ask, is Rod still on the call? You still on the call, Rod? Yes, sir. Would you pray for Lisa, please? Miss Lisa, is there anything specific? Well, well, let me just tell you this. Um, I think it's and just tell you what my current situation is and what God has placed me in. I am, you know, I'm sure you've heard I've opened up a school and I have got another one today where I have 17 students in, you know, my little private school. Um, But only two of them are girls. So essentially what I have is a school full of boys, 85% of which are being raised by single mothers, no fathers around, nowhere, or if they do, the relationship is so dysfunctional. Um, They have not been taught. It's like there have been a boundary set to do whatever. It's crazy. And and then I have the mixture of students who have been raised, you know, properly, and it's just interesting watching that whole dynamic. Going on because I'm in a position where um, I'm having to do character building, teach morals and ethics to people who are in eighth, you know, upwards of eighth grade who who just haven't. It's like nobody has ever told them that certain things are not okay, and so I'm trying to teach. I'm seeing what they're doing, and some of the things that they're doing is gonna lead them to get sued or put in jail or something later on. So I'm trying to teach them now. You know, it's, it's, it's just something else. I was like, okay, Can I stop you right there? Yes. Oh, uh, when you say I'm trying to teach them. Uh-oh. See, that's, that's, that's the hard part right there. That's why, you, you know, you sometimes you can't reach them because you're saying, um. <laughs> what I'm saying is that the the Holy Ghost, you you gotta go into get into the presence of God, and you gotta pray about each one of those student spirits, so that you can discern on which area to go with them. 
You see what I'm saying? Because what yes, you sir. think, because what you think, God can lead you in another way. He can lead you around the back of the mountain to get to the front to teach them on which way they need to go. You see what I'm saying? The, the best thing to do is to build, because I, I deal with a lot of youth too, is to build a relationship with them. Uh, not about what they're doing wrong, but just talk with them. And a lot of times what you just talking to them will lead them to them telling you the problem, and they'll fix their own problem. But if we just see the problem and talk to them about it, well, I think you should do this. I think you should do that. Even though you're right, you know, sometimes we have to have different methods so that we can reach them. Am I making sense? Absolutely. Sometimes just build a relationship. Hey, baby, don't do that. You know, come on, baby. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, don't you do that. You know better. Blah, 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 blah. I told, you know, I've been studying about how to speak, how your words are so powerful on the way that you say them. You know, you you can either draw them or drive them, you know, with the voice, the tone of the voice, you know. And, and I recommend that you start reading a lot about and listening about about communication because you got all different types of children and every one of them learn in a different way. And so that's another adjustment. That's another adjustment that you have to learn too. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh-oh. Amen, sir. Amen. amen. You know, um, Lisa, I don't know how you can do this. Um, Okay, uh, you've probably heard us talk about Stephen Scott, about Solomon and his wisdom, and how he had everybody... um, have you have you heard us talk about Stephen K. Scott and the, and the book he wrote the, about dealing with the Proverbs, Book of Proverbs, and Solomon and his wisdom? I don't know. I may have. I'm not sure. Okay, I'm quickly saying what he did. He was pretty much a failure most of his life, even at his, in the younger stages of life. He asked a friend, "What can I do to turn my life around?" And the guy said, "You know what? I'll pray about it, and I'll tell you in the morning." So the next morning, he said, "What I want you to do," he said. Every every in the book of Proverbs, every day I want you to read that correspond, corresponding chapter to that day. In other words, if it's the fifth of August, then you read the fifth chapter of Proverbs. If the sixth of August, you read the sixth chapter of Proverbs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he did that. He had already some goals and desires he wanted to set. So he set some. Every goal and desire that he wanted to do, he achieved it in a less time and doubled it. Then not only that, everybody he told to do that. Their their life got better. Their marriages got better. The situation, circumstances got better. And then when he stopped doing it, everything spiraled down. When he started doing it back, everything got back together. I think what you can do is to somehow or another that the okay what Erica was saying the essence okay you know how you can. Teach some aspect of that that proverb on a daily basis to your children. You understand what I'm saying? 
Okay, so in other words, uh, I don't have it in front of me. In other words, not, maybe not saying, maybe not coming out quickly, directly quoting the scripture, whatever, but what you do, okay, because I always talk about principles. So whatever that particular proverb is talking about, again, this now this is what Rod is talking about, too. Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you out of this out of this particular passage, in other words, we're talking about chapter 6 because it's a sixth day. Holy Ghost, what, what do you want me to to, again, you talked about character building. What is it out of this chapter that you want me to teach teach them today? And then let God direct. And you have a portion of your day that you said this is character building day. And you have a portion of your day that you're going to, whatever the essence of that, of that chapter that he ad- wants you to address to your children, you begin to feed them that. Now, see, in doing it that way, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen because, see, now what you're doing is you're, you're talking about transformation because now you're approaching them on different levels. For one, you, what you're doing is, is you're talking about character building. Then you're talking about, okay, this is, this is, um, this is that's what the whole book of Proverbs is about. It's about character building. It's, it's a lot more than that. But you're feeding them the word of God. So now you're giving them something to fight with that they're not even aware of. You're, so you're, at, you're attacking the problems that they have both on a spiritual as well as a natural level. Now she's like, I don't need, I'm just, mm-hmm. No, I got you. I got you. Okay. So that I just do have a, a character building, like we do that every week. We do have a, I have, um, I always build a character building. Every day in the morning we have water meetings, and that's when I do that. No, that's when I do that, it's uh, in the morning. When we do our meditation and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that would be a good time for us. You know, it's okay. It's just, you know, they, a lot of them never been in, you know, in an environment like this. You know, where anything is just not acceptable. But they have so much potential with the role in it. When I watch them, they can do it. They just have to be told some things aren't okay. They just have to be told that no, it's not okay to be looking at. You know, they just, you know, but they have, but I'm just breaking through. They have to break through some other things to get there. All right. Anybody else got anything for? Well, I'll pray for you now then, dear. Nobody else got anything? All right. Father God, no, I had to speak to you later like we said originally. Okay, well, that's Lisa. That's Pam. Who's next? I'm in prayer, please. Oh, that's right. Lisa, Pam, and Renee. So we got Felicia now. Yeah. 
All righty then. Father God, I want to pray for Felicia. Shut it go, Ramba. Shut it go, say, 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 it go, say, shut it go, Ndaka. Ha. Yes, yes, shut it go, Father God. Mm. Horrible. Shut it go, say, shut it go, say, shut it go, say, shut it go, say, yes, yes, yes. Didn't I mention to you about. I don't know who was it, you or at least about, you know, like you say, you call it a morphine drip. No, that wasn't me. Well, basically, whoever it was, I told this, like, you know, we got the morphine drip. In other words, it drips over you in just a drop at a time, but you get it constantly. Okay. 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 So you know in the hospital they use it to um um, you know, to basically take away pain. Okay. But in your sense you have a Holy Ghost drip. Mm. Over your life as long as you are positioned to where God needs you to be positioned, you have a source of power that is constantly pouring, dripping into your life. And this is the key, that, and that's what I'm getting to with you. The difference about it being a drip than just an overflow all at once, whereas on this this particular thing, it won't overwhelm you. You'll be able to take it in because I think that's something where you're at right now. If God just hits you all at once, you you ah! But if he just constantly just get a little bit of time, a little bit of time, a little bit of time, and doesn't stop by able to receive and walk in it, other than just getting it all at once. Okay. I see that. And that is my prayer. Thank you. There you go. That was easy. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounded like. <laughs> Okay, who next? You can pray for me now. Uh, okay. All right, Father God, let me live up well. Let me hit your crew. <sighs> Patricia Arnold, Randy to go say she to go say she to go say she to go Randy, Sakara. Thomas Wiley, how she to go say she to go say she Granda, Sakara. I'm sorry, Wally Horton, Thomas Lawrence, Shira Karanda to go say she to go Saraga, Saka. Jakir, Rambra, Shira go say she to go say she to go Saraga, Saka. Ridge, Shira to go say she to go say she to go Saraga, Saka. Jelly, Janakanisha, Aiden, and Charles. Rashi to go say she to go say she to go say she to go Saka. Ria Mathis, Jumbori, Yada to go Mbadeda to go Randy to go say she to go Nedda to go Saka. Tony, Shakandi to go say she to go say she to go say she to go Sakara. 
your father and your brother. Yes, she go and go 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 And now Aresia. Wait a minute, that wasn't a tongue, that was a mutter. 
That was you. Snidey, what's that dog on Snidey Whiplash? Smutley. Yeah, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, right, right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't that. It's just. It's true. I mean, I mean yeah. Because even when I do get like that, you know, at this thirtyfold level, it's like I don't care what you do. When you turn your head back around this way, it's still gonna be right here for you to do. Well, hello. hello. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. I know that, so, and I, I do desire to be from that mindset. So that is so very true of me. Do you want me to pray for you? Are <laughs> you feeling like this? I was just asking to make sure <laughs> you were ready. Yes, ma'am. I got to take it. Got to take it like it is. Okay. Okay. Whew. Amen, God. Lord, we thank you. Keshara si terehe shira mukoshara, koshi terehe sara mukoshi terehe shira mukoshara, sotoro mukoshi se terehe shitara hasoro mukoshara si te, konvoshe terehe sara sotoro mukoshara keshi terehe si tere mukoshi se ta sotoro mukoshara keshara hasira. Koshara hasi tere mokoshida, koshara hasi mokoshara, koshitara hasi mokoshatara, koshara hasi mokoshi tere hesira, koshara hasira, mokishe tere hesara mokoshi tere, keshara hasi mokoshara, keshara hasi mokoshara, koshi tere hekishi tere mokoshita, se tere hesira mokoshara hasira. Sotoro mokoshara, keshi tere hesira mokoshite, koshara hasira, koshara hasira mokoshara, keshi tere hasira mokoshatara, keshara hasira mokoshara. It's like, um, you know how uh, when you, I guess when we're watching a boxing match, so to speak, and, you know, um, I guess back I guess maybe some of them do it today still. I haven't seen boxing in a while. But you know how they approach the ring and they are prepared. You know, they have, um, you know, their, I guess, their hoods or whatever on, and it partially covers their face. Mm -hmm. But they, um, you know, they're walking towards the ring and they are, you know, focused and they're determined 
and um, they're just, you know, um, not so much as walking with blinders on, but you are so focused that, you know, you're not allowing the the crowd or the people that you um you know, have a tendency to pass, and if they um, utter any words or shout-outs, whether it is to encourage you or not, you're not allowing um, what people say or do to distract you. Um, it's like everything is so internal for you that if they're um, encouraging you or motivating you as you're you know, passing by, you know, internally your spirit is saying, you know, Lord, I thank you, I appreciate it. And, you know, you acknowledge it internally, but you are not allowing it to affect you externally. And it's it's like where, where God is um, having you where he's directing you or having you to travel to on your course, you're just pretty much focused. Um, You do see those individuals or those things that you pass by along, you know, as you travel. It's just that you're not allowing them to, um, you know, distract you or that you will, you know, look their way to, you know, make you change your focus. And so um, what I see pretty much is that, you know, God has is directing you to something for some reason and that you have accepted it willingly and you pretty much are staying focused to what God is instructing you to do until you get to whatever that destination is. And though you are, I guess, dressed for the occasion, so to speak, you know, you are equipped properly. Um, At this particular time, you're not going to have to use that weaponry often. So though you have your boxing gloves on, or with you, you're not. There's not an immediate need for them, but you are traveling um, properly, being equipped um, to take all twelve rounds or however many rounds that it takes, you know, to get it done. Amen. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So it's pretty much not. Um, it's just like you're pretty determined and focused. Um, no sweat off your brow, so to speak. All righty. Rombo Okay, um, I'm going to ask a statement. You going to ask a statement? Yeah. Well, 
Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. I know you do. Mm-hmm. I was just trying to make for certain because I was like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. Um. And the reason that I said it like that is for this. Is there financial concerns that you're really dealing with? And I mean, and that's why I said it that way, because we all got financial concerns. But, like, something going on right now that literally you really need some funds coming in, like majorly. You talking with me? Yep. Well, yeah, because it's kind of... Yeah, similarly, yeah. Okay, because this is what I'm hearing. And I can say, well, I'm just going to say what I say. Well, for one, learning how to walk out of God's provision, which is different from ours. The transformation that he takes us through to showing how he is covering and caring for us, even in our understanding, we feel that, oh, we might actually be walking in lack. But what I really see God preparing you for definitely in the realm of being financially capable, but being a business owner. And I say that, I don't know how much you might be familiar with the four quadrants, but the difference between having a job, being self-employed, being a business owner, and being an investor. I see God getting you to the point of being a business owner, meaning you can walk away from your business for several weeks at a time and it will still produce an income stream. But you got to let him train you and, and grow you up in that thing. And a lot of things that he'll have you doing and routes that he's going to take you through might not make sense. And Lisa is a perfect example a lot of things that she went through and growing up. And when I say growing up, and I ain't talking about just a kid. I'm just talking about, you know, we grow up when we're 20 and 30 and 40 years old, hopefully. But now she's able to see those things in those children and relate with them and help them to come out of things that they're not even aware that they're in. But if she had not gone through the the hurt, the pain, and the negativity that she went through, she would not now be in a position to be used by God in this way. And, and that's what I see him doing in your life. He's taking you through a lot of preparation process. And see, you viewing it as struggle and pissing me off and this and nothing. And God said, you know what, I'm going back to what we talked about on the lesson. But his purpose is different. So now my prayer is for you to begin to see God's purposes in your struggle. For you to begin to see God's hand moving in your life when you feel like you're stuck. 
so that you can begin to receive that which he wants you to have, which will empower and enable you to do that which he wants you to do. Because he's got a great work for you to do, which is not far away, but he's got to make sure that you're totally prepared. So embrace your hardship, your trials, your tribulation. Embrace your hurt, your pain, your aggravation, and your frustration. Embrace it with godly arms and say, okay, Holy Spirit, train me. And see, that's that focus that Erica's not talking about because that's what is going to train you so that now you're walking through this and you're focused and you're determined regardless of whatever comes up against you. You might even be, you might even look down and say, oh, I was walking on top of fire. I didn't even recognize it because you're so trained by the Holy Spirit. But you got to embrace this this agony, the see long suffering needed is one of your gifts. On that tree of his gifting, long suffering is one of your gifts. That's why you feel like you're stuck. Because you you're learning how to suffer long. So just embrace the hard situations and circumstances that God has you purposely stuck in so you can learn that which you need to learn. So you can be free and recognize it's not just to free you, but when you're there, you're going to be used to free others. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Could I ask you a Mm-hmm. Okay, like, it's a lot of people, man. I've been offered a great number, you know what I'm saying, to go play for a lot of churches and even... I've been offered to pastor churches and things like that. But a lot of people say that I'm crazy. They say, man, you've been preaching 15 years and you still don't have a church. I'm like, God ain't gave me no church yet. <clears throat> and you know what I'm saying? But people want you out there. I said, <clears throat> I said, I, my heart is stuff. Or was it prepared? They're like you saying. For people, because you can't, you you your heart got to be right because if you got you can't you can't be having attitude and trying to set somebody free at the same time. Oh Jesus, boy! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Lord, like Lord in the name of Jesus, just help them. And, and in your heart, you be like, just kill this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna say, "I'll go to hell." All right. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm just saying, you two got to. You, I'm talking about. You got to be honest. You got to be honest with yourself. Oh Jesus! Mm. You got to. You got to be honest because some people, yep. man, in, in ministry, it's a rough walk, and people do you like you saying. People do you any kind of way, and like you talking about that long suffering, man. I'm telling you. Mm. I'm telling you, but you're right, and you you on track because that would. The Lord gave me a vision. He told me, he said, he gave me a vision of something, to put on some glasses and get some paint and smear all in the front of the glasses. Even though you got on something that's supposed to help you see if something is blocking the vision of it, you still cannot see. Mm, come on. Mm. Oh, man. Y'all missed that, didn't you? And he said, that's what's wrong with a lot of people. He said, people call themselves, got on their spiritual glasses, but mm. all kind of sins that's on the glasses. Mm. 
that's keeping us from sin, keeping our hearts blocked up and keeping unforgiveness and all these different type of things because we can't see our way through to the next level. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, and you're right, man, because a lot of times, man, you tell the truth, I had to learn, and it took me a long time to learn. And just like you were saying, you need a mentor because it helps speed up the process. But if you ain't got no mentor, man, sometimes it's hard because sometimes the only way you see it is your way. And God's going to break you from it, too. Yes, sir. I'm finished, Mr. Sam. Amen. Okay. We too familiar with it, so that's why we didn't say ouch. Oh yeah. And just like it it's just like, you know, when I call this the the show it hit me a lot. Because, you know, you you gotta be pushed to to that next level. And you know, a lot of y'all well a lot of us we're stronger than what we can even imagine because it's not us doing the work, it's God. You know, this that's God because in, in Genesis he, he made us in after his likeness, after his image, you know, and so that's him that's walking. It's not us. I guess everybody wants to sleep, I'm sorry. Look, I'm on mute because I'm sitting over here going, mm, yeah, go on. <laughs> Me too. Okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. I've been in ICU all day, so. <laughs> ma'am. Oh, Lord. Mm. I can hear you, ma'am. No, I was just telling you. I've been in ICU all day. They've been, you know, constructing surgery on me throughout the day, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I've been trying to recovery. Teach, yeah, I've been I'm trying fine. to teach my nephew. I've been trying to teach my nephew. He he, fourteen or fifteen. He said he'd been called a priest, and he talking about going to seminary. I said, son, you you're not ready to go to seminary. I said, I said I showed him. I said I got three degrees. I said, I'm, let me show you something, and I can get you started off. I got a a degree in business. I got a Associates in theology and the bachelor's in theology. I said, and I could start you off when you go to the seminary school starting off. They're gonna tell you the same thing that I'm gonna tell you. And the first thing they're gonna give you is a book to read. And I said, why not start disciplining yourself now? And then when you get old enough to go to seminary, you'll be ready for it. But no, he he gonna. He's going to try to find his way there. And then, because there's people out there, there's so many ways if you don't have the discernment of who to listen to, people, man, they'll lead you down the wrong path. And that's what I'm trying to save them from. Because there's a lot of people that uh, are in ministry that still 
uh, everybody ain't thinking with on the accord of of Jesus um, doing everything. It's a lot of things that the Holy Ghost do that people don't believe in. People don't believe in miracles and signs and wonders. You know what, Rod? And I've been on mute, but I got to come off. You know what? The thing is, we as a people need to be so conditioned to walking in the realm of miracles that it's not a miracle. It's an occurrence of the supernatural in our life. That's what God wants us to be. Yes, sir. That is a normal, natural occurrence. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Right, right, right. I like that. I like that. You're right. And just, just because, I, like, the other day I was listening to Miles Monroe. So he said a lot of stuff. Some things I, I haven't got to that level yet. But a lot of stuff that he do say is make a lot of sense. But he said God, he was talking about kingdom, how God wants us to bring heaven to earth. That's why we go to pray to the Father so that things can come from heaven to the earth. And there are so many things that's in between those realms, so many demonic forces that try to hold our stuff up. But we got to fight through it. That's why we got to stay pure so that we can get to God. Because those demonic forces, uh, they have a record of what we're doing and all that old stuff. And we, it's just so much that we just got to just, just get close to God. I just really been crying out to him, just asking him to help me. And, you know, because my job, and, you know, sometimes you be so unsteady, you know, uh, unstable until it's hard for you to get your groove. It's hard to get your, you know what I'm saying, for you to be content. No, not content, but it's hard for you to just do, be on, how to say it, Lord, how to keep on doing the the things that God wants you to do day by day, have a relationship, spend that time with God every day. Because my job, at one time I worked in three hours this day, then 12 hours the next day, eight hours the next day, seven, then six, then four, and ten. And it just throw you off track to where you're not balanced. And just like you were saying, if I keep on looking at it negative, I get a negative result. But I, when when God starts showing me how to look at it, because no matter what the enemy throw at you, you still got to stay on track. You go and get this phone, Mister Mister uh, Brother Sam. Well, no, because see what 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 while you're being still, God is speaking go. and training you. See, see, with, with that fluctuation in your schedules and this and all that stuff is in the natural, but God is keeping you still. So he's training you so that you can you can flow with that and hear his voice. And see that that's one of the things he's doing. So so that it doesn't matter whatever situation or circumstance occurs in front of you, his word is solid and his word is true. So now as you're being still and connected to heaven, though the situations like the stock market is all staticky, God is giving you the specific plan that you need so you can walk and achieve his purposes through the chaos that's in front of you. And see that's a, that's one of the ways God is gonna 
prosper you because see, he's going to train you to see the chaos. But to him, it still has an order and it has a structure. And his purpose is going to bring you through the chaos where others will turn around and say, no, it can't be done. But you're going to be not only anointed and empowered so you can walk through and get the blessings that others are going to miss because they would not undergo the training that you're undergoing. And this, this man, it's like you on point because a lot, a lot of people just want easy stuff. One time when my wife and I first got out of house, man, I said, Lord, I was just getting 30 hours a week sometimes, 25, 30 hours a week. I said, Lord, how you going to give me this house and you ain't going to help me pay for it? I said, that's wrong. So he showed me what to do. And it was on my job, they had, it's, a, it's like we work outside. But nobody else didn't want to go to this certain place to pick up wood and to sweep outside. So I went out there and did it. It was like, man, you did a good job. I ended up getting like close to 80 hours in one week. You know what I'm saying? When I'm usually just getting 30 hours. It was 70-something hours, close to 80 hours. And, man, I tell you, when I showed them guys my check, man, they were jealous. And I said, I'll never do that again. I won't show nobody my check no more. Because everybody else want to, you know what I'm saying, start trying to hate on you and and stuff like that. They didn't want to do the work, but they want the money. And that's how we do a lot of times in life. We want God to pray. We want God to bless us, but we we don't want the work to come with it. Yes, sir. Man, Rod, I'm going to say something, man. I am so glad you came on this line today. You you just don't have no idea how much you've been a blessing, man. You have God has truly used you today, and I mean, all I can say is amen. You know, because I, I barely say something, you know, when God, you know, speaking, you got to, you got right. to know it. Cause you know, like you're saying, your trials and your tribulations is for a reason. Come on. And, I've been on my job 15 years, and, man, there's been so many times I want to quit. Man, I done put in so many hundreds of applications, but nobody else never did call me back, man. Man, just like I told you, I got degrees, and I still got, man, I don't care what kind of education you got, man. You got to go through that fire, man, to get done. I don't care what kind of bread it is. That bread got to go through the oven to get done, man. I don't care if it's cheap bread or expensive bread. It still gotta be cooked, and that's what we gotta be. We gotta be put in that fire, to, and and to be be done. And there's too many of us in church that ain't done, man. That's being took out too early, and then we get mad because we don't get served. We still get mad because man, nobody don't want us. No, you you got out too quick. And people, man, I'm telling you, man, I've I've been through some stuff on that job. I'm talking about working in the rain. I'm talking about in our in our job, you know, like riding a lawnmower. I used to drive what they call a tug, you know, pulling freight in the hood. And it and whatever it's doing outside, that's what you're gonna get. If it's sleeve, sleeve gonna be hitting you in your face. If it's raining, rain ain't going to be hitting you in your face. If it's cold, you're going to be cold. If it's hot, you're finna sweat. 
And so I tried to quit all that, but I had to go through that for about 13 years. 13 years in it. And I tell you, it was it was rough, man. And it was tough. But I learned how to hold on. It, just like you were saying, God will teach you something. You don't even know it. But that tough, those tough times, God was teaching me how to hold on then. I feel like I thank y'all for listening because I feel like God even helping me today with this call, you know. And I'm just, I just feel so blessed, you know. I'm finished now. I'm finna put my phone on me. I'll be talking. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he'll learn the he'll learn the language. I'm going on mute. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go on mute. I'm gonna go on talk to myself for more. <laughs> I, I hope I hope somebody will help because I'm, you know. <laughs> oh Lord, I can't look like I said, man. You have truly been a blessing today, I man. Mm, yes, Jesus. That's all I got to say. Oh Lord. Mm mm mm. Amen. Hey, hey, I need I need you to pray about something too. This is my last thing I promise. Mm. <laughs> Consistent, consistency. Consistency. Mm. Really? Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do Erica now. You really want me to pray that for you? Uh, because that's that's what a, that's the key. That's the key. You know, when you don't be consistent, it's just like this. Like my piano teacher taught me. If you learn a song to this week. But if you never play it again till about two months from now, you won't remember it. And so, so consistency is what keeps you fresh and flowing. Yep, that's what he asked us. That's the water. That's the water is still, it gets stagnant. But if it's flowing, it stays fresh. Okay. I just want you to know he made it very clear. That's what he asked you for. So, <laughs> on this end, he's sure. Wait, wait. And and the bad part about it, I'm, I'm feeling that he's ready. That's why I'm like, you, you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. He's going to tell you about this. He's going to tell you about this prayer about two months. Right, right, right. Further down the road, we're like, really? Oh, God, huh? Uh, Oh Jesus! I I, I mean I, I'm okay. I'm, 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 well, well, look, I'm gonna go on mute while you pray. <laughs> hey, I think you need to pray for her too. No, I still have to go on mute. <laughs> oh Lord. Jesus, man, this has been one today. That's all I got to say. Mm, mm, mm. Okay. All right. All right, Lord. Well, I'm going to pray. Okay. Yeah, that'll go. Mm, mm, mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father God, yes, yes, yes. Yaka ha 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 ah ah 
Oh. Mm, yes, Father. Mm. Yes, Holy Spirit. Yamboko shara. Mm. Mm. Okay, you there, right? Yes, sir. Okay. We are a body, right? We're the body of Christ. Yes, sir. Now, oof, part of what the body does, I might die in an area so that you'll have life. In other words, I'll go through things. So in other words, I can give them to you, and you won't have to go through that aspect. And it's all under the leadership and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. See, that's what Jesus said. We have to die so that he can live. So certain things, even on this line we talk about, and I, like you said about a mentor, because I've been through certain experiences, I'm able to impart life to them because of my experience, even though I'm just reading words out of a book. So now, what I'm saying, man of God, ooh, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, if you will allow the Holy Spirit to impart unto you some of the things that are inside of me, that he knows that you need and are ready to have, Just confess out of your mouth that you will allow him to do that which he wants to do. Is that your desire? Is that your wish? Ooh. Yes, Lord, he's releasing that. Mm. He's releasing all the areas. It's going into you. Oh, Lord, yeah, it's going into you now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. There it is. Mm. There it is. It's going into you. It's going into you. It's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. Whoa. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Lord. Give that to him. Give that to him. Impart that inside of his Lord. Give that to him, Father. Mm, there it is, releasing, 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 <sighs> releasing, releasing, releasing. There it is, it's not over with, it's not over with, still a little bit more, still a little bit more, almost, it's almost done. Oh, Father God, we praise you, it's almost over with. Thank you, Father God. There we go. The tail end is now there. Holy Spirit, continue to finish. Thank you, Father. There we go. Ah, that's it. Just let it saturate. Just let it saturate. Right now, I don't even want you to say anything. I just want you to let it saturate. Just let it marinate. Let him marinate. There it is. Okay. In about 10 seconds, when I say so, I just want you to release, okay? 
when I say so, in about seven seconds, I just, whatever's inside of you, I just want you to let it out. Five, four, three, two, one. Now just let it out, whatever's inside of you. Yes, Lord, we just thank you, God. We just thank you, yes. Yes, God, we just thank you. Thank you, God. Yes, Lord, thank you. Thank you, God. We just thank you, God. We just thank you. We just lift up your name, God. Oh, yes, God. We just thank you. Let it go and do the guy. It's almost fully. It's kind of like what it's doing right now. It's settling in. It's going exactly where it needs to be. You might even feel some physical manifestations and stuff. Uh, you probably will if you don't now. Don't, you know, it's just part of the process. But what you really did is you allowed God to enter in, and he's going to make a whole lot of transformations. So now when things that you are normally used to doing, you find yourself hesitating or pausing, you know, that's just God working in you in a different way. So just let him show you how to, just like a tool, you know. You got to know how to use a tool. And even though you got a sawzall, it works different from a regular saw. And different saws work different. I might have a skill saw, which is mine, but if I brought my friend's skill saw, I got to learn how his skill saw works because it's a little different. So, And it's the same thing. So you've just been having given gifts and, 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 and spiritual gifts that God has just bestowed on you. You have to let the Holy Spirit show you how to walk in them in accordance to you. So... Just let it settle and let it do its work, and God will begin to reveal to you a whole lot of stuff. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Amen. And then, like Erica said, and I know why, like, I asked for that, didn't I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. What that, I'm talking about what that means, though. What she... <laughs> I let, let, I let Erica tell you about that one. <laughs> Miss Erica. Miss <laughs> Erica. I'm still here. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, I just, yeah, I mean, okay, it, it just boils down to this simply. You feel that you've been in a situation and that you've not had this clarity, this understanding, and you have had it to some degree. The interesting thing is that you are now asking God to give you the clarity where whatever those, you know, when you have those glasses or goggles on and you have this substance that's smeared on the lens that keeps your vision to still be, you know, um, 
not clear, you you it's like you you're truly asking again, and God is like, you know, <clears throat> pretty much God is like I've given you the clarity that I feel that you know you needed for what you were you know, what I had you dealing with. You're asking him to allow me to see things even more clearer, you know, or to the degree that you see them so that I can understand you more. And when you asked that, you know, Sam was like, you sure? And I'm like, okay. And someone, and so I'm like, is he sure? I said, I just kept my question internally while Sam asked you. And so you just you decided to express and ex, you know expound on why what you were asking, and I'm like, yep, he's sure he don't know yet, but he's sure. And all it is, pretty much, is you're gonna see God is showing you or will reveal to you things that even with your spiritual proudness and understanding that he's going to show you some things on a level that you never even knew existed. And so it's just like, yep, I asked for this. And, you're, and, when, and when those things happen, you will, you will ask God, what am I really looking at? God, God, do you see this? And he's like, yep, I've been seeing it. you just now seeing it. So again, it's pretty much as we say sometimes when you you know when you heard it when you growing up when you were growing up or that you hear people say to kids, be careful what you ask for because you just might get it. So you ask for it and you just gonna get it. And with this, it's still a training and developmental phase where you're going to mature because in the beginning you're gonna see some things that are gonna shock the hell out of you literally. But when you begin to look at it, you know, like when you blink your eyes or if you try to wipe that whatever is smeared on your lenses and you look at it through your spiritual eye, you're going to see something totally different than what you thought you saw in the beginning. And God is going to show you why it is so, one, that you see it and what its purpose is after you see it. Well, it would be like this. Uh, before, let's say, if you never believed in seeing demons walking before, where now you just saw it a man or a woman walking, if they are truly of something else in the spiritual realm, you're going to see them for what they truly are. It's going to shock the sh- hell out you. But you know what, though? One time I was preaching. <clears throat> It scared me so bad, I started preaching with my eyes closed. I saw this woman. She was sitting there. I saw her face. But as I was preaching, her face turned. It was like her face turned into like a skeleton, like a demon. And I said, man. And it was like, I could see how the devil had beat her in the face so bad. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
But it's more. But the only thing about I've been praying to God about the carrots because you gotta you gotta be strong to see this stuff. And, you know, because he. <laughs> Strong to see it. No, you know what? You got to be strong when he see it, and then he don't let you close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Anybody else want prayer? (laughs) Now we're going to get quiet, huh? All right, I've got everything cleaned up just about. Two o'clock. I need to get my bed out of this house. All right, anybody else want prayer? Okay. um, Huh? My friend says she does. Who wants to pray? Who, who, who? Chrissy. Oh, Chrissy. Oh, Marshmallow. Oh, okay. Okay. No problem. Let me... Oh. All right, I'm going to go see, she'll 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 go she'll go see, she'll go see, she'll go see, she'll go see, she Help us, Father, help us, Lord, help us to see and to move in accordance with what you wanted to do, Lord. Let the word of God keep her, Father, keep her in perfect peace. Keep her, Lord, as you move, as you manifest. Keep her, Lord, as you allow her to rise up and become the woman of God you're calling her to be. Father God, speak to her heart and reveal to her the truthfulness of your ways, Lord. Help her, Father, as she struggles, Lord. Help her, Lord, as she struggles to hear, to see, and to seek you, Daddy God. Help her, Father, because it's only by the grace, mercy, and favor of you that this is being done. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And amen. Did you respond to Rod, Sam? What did he say? Uh, about the woman. No, you know what? I did, and I think my phone was going off, and I, I switched. And I, I was saying, because um, he was talking about how he closed his eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, yeah, just wait till you get to the point that God won't allow you to close your eyes, and you still got to look at mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. So you still at the wiping the smudge out of your lenses perspective. <laughs> When there's no smudge to wipe out your lens mm. is where you're actually headed because mm. that's what you ask for. Mm. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, you know, where you were at a point where, Lord, am I seeing what I actually think I'm seeing? <laughs> you're now moving to a point. Lord, please cover me because mm. you're going to be able, you're, you're transitioning from that place of, you know, okay, God, is this for real, to 
oh, Lord, I need you to cover me because you're going to be able to identify it mm. time you see it. And your natural response is going to be for God's protection and covering because you already know what it is. And if it is something you have to face, you're going to mm. have to face it head on. Mm. So that's the clarity that you asked for. <laughs> and then he's going to ask for an explanation. Mm-hmm. But it is also, again, training and developmental process of which you're going through, you know, that God is going to take you through so that, you know, things are more transparent. And and I think one of the key things that she's talking is to recognize that, see, if this is something that God taking you into, don't, don't, don't worry. Right, right. Just add, like, again, when you see it and you're able to identify it, Lord, the Lord cover and protect me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just, you know, that, see, and I, I get back, that's why Paul, when he got bit by that serpent, he didn't even react. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, okay. Oh, but it is, it's processes. It is. It's processes. And, and and it is going to strengthen you spiritually because I will say it like this. If you had seen something before, your body might react or respond to it like, whoa, what the? Now you're moving into the realm of what in the world am I looking at? With your mouth, with your lips still sealed. And the questions are going to be internal because your body, you are spiritually strengthening your body to have the position that you're not going to show any fear and that you're going to stand firm on God's word. So it's a transitioning, whereas if you saw seen it before, you would take a step and then you might step back and your body might even jerk back in a sense like, whoa. What is this I'm looking at? Whereas now you're going to move into the place like, I ain't believe I'm looking at this. Lord, um, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, I'm going to need you to cover me and walk with me through this one because this is exactly what it looked like. And then the thing is, it is going to be able to identify who you are. It's not just you seeing it, because, see, in the beginning, it has already known who you were. But you're going to see it now, and you're going to know it sees you. Mm. And it might have a conversation with you. And you might think, I need to walk away from this, and I need to have a drink, because I, I ain't going to believe. I can't believe I'm going to be able to tell nobody what just happened, because they're going to think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I still I'm still having trouble believing with believing what just happened. And and since she brought up your body, <sighs> I'm going on mute now for real. Since you want to go there, I'm going on mute. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I'm. Let's just say you more than likely will begin to experience physically certain manifestations, certain things going on. You have to definitely talk to God about first before you try to run to see a doctor. 
because, again, like she said, that strengthening on your body, your body's a vessel. So you go, again, like we talk about, you can have an emotional feelings which are registered in your body through, you know, anger and this and another, and our body gets ulcers. So you're going to have start having uh, spiritual experiences which your body is going to react to, and you're going to start experiencing and, and going through things which if you start just trying to run to the doctor, and then, <laughs> yeah, good luck. Because that's not going to be the source. Now, I'm not trying to say every little symptom, every little pain that you have is going to be some spiritual phenomenon. No. I am saying before you run to the doctor, take an aspirin, this and other. You talk to God first about what's going on, and then let him begin to reveal to you the pathway that you need to walk in order to get this. And it might be just strength to endure whatever it is that you're dealing with. Hey, you still that rod or did you run away? <laughs> nah, I was just trying to see what you're talking about the doctor and stuff now. <laughs> I mean, and see, I, I can only tell you about when, when I was first introduced to this and I went started going through certain things and then I can't, I literally, you I remember. You going too far? But this is what oh. you asked for, though. Right. Uh, rod, I'm just saying. And, and, and I came home, and God literally just started talk, taking me to Paul, travailing in birth, that thorn in his side, the problem in his eye, stuff is going. And I'm sitting up there reading. I'm experiencing everything. He took me through that Bible with different scriptures, and I, I literally was physically going through all of that. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, so it's that kind of stuff, dude, that you, 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 mm, mm-hmm, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Huh? It, it, it's, you know, yeah. So, you, the only thing you was doing, you was feeling the spirit of what he was doing. Of what he was going through. No, not what he was going through, but what I'm going through, and God was explaining it to me through his word. So, yeah, I'm saying what you said, I just phrased it differently. I'm gonna give you another example, and then and then I'm going on mute. Uh, was doing a prayer call one morning, and me me and God was arguing about something. He wanted me to do something I didn't want to do it, and so, you know, God said, "Okay." All of a sudden, I felt this pain. I, I literally was like pinned to the back of my bed. I couldn't move. It's like somebody just pinned me. I, oh, okay, 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 God, I do it. I do it a good. I, you know, and so I felt. I said, "Wow, you know, God just put his put his um hand upon my life. You know, because I was being disobedient." And then one day, as I was talking about on a prayer call, it came out. No, God didn't put his hand upon my life. God removed his presence. When he removed his presence, I felt the oppression. Fully, I ain't even going to say fully, I felt the oppression greater than what I was feeling it when his hand wasn't on my life. I mean, to be very honest with you, because my, my daughter one day, God revealed to her, because she sees spirits, she sees stuff, and she just broke down in the kitchen crying and said, Daddy, how do you do it? I said, what are you talking about? She sees the heaviness. She sees the, that, that's poor. I, there's a heaviness that's a, that I walk under. Literally, I'm not, no, like I got some weights on my back, literally. I've just kind of gotten adjusted to it. See, these kind of conversations, can't have with everybody. 
Because right now, you, you, you're grasping it in your head. But until you experience it, you ain't going to be able to really fully understand. So, I'm again, the mentoring aspect, these are things that you're about to begin to encounter. So now when they come, you'll go, oh, this is what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. So that's the kind of thing when I'm talking about physically the things that you go through. You know, and that that's because of some spiritual things you're going through. They can't no doubt what they're gonna do. They don't know. So again, you, this is just an introduction course. When you like like Erica said, a couple of months down the road, <laughs> you know, when you don't encounter it, and yeah, then you go, oh, okay, yeah. Man, you're right. You're right, cause um, you know, one thing I try to be honest, you know, with it, with myself, and uh, man, when you're trying to live right, it's like a lot of women. It, like, see now, there you go. Women. You opening up another door. No, I'm, I'm just telling the truth. No, no, it's, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying that you're lying. Please let me clarify that. I'm not saying that I'm lying. I don't okay. say it. I'm just letting you know. You ready to profess the truth, but you got more females on the line than you got males. No, no, I'm no. not even saying no. that. I'm not it's even saying it. that. I'm saying mm-hmm. this right here. Like, like I go to work. Like women try to give me their number. I ain't even asked for your number, though. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 back on mute. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go on mute. Yeah, the numbers. I'm, only... gonna, go, I'm gonna go on mute. <laughs> oh, now you now you gonna run? <laughs> it's too late, man. No need. No need. Please well, don't. No, no. Please don't. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Ma'am, you don't get you don't get beat up. No, I'm just saying. I'm just telling the truth. Like, we know that. Wife, and, and I'm I'm not asking for no number or nothing like this. Mm-hmm. They know who you are. What what do that mean? <laughs> yeah, we need to have a long conversation. Right. But they know who you are. And do understand, um, uh, (laughs) they're sent to you for a reason. They know who you are. Your your anointing attracts good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. That's about the nicest, shortest, politically correct, correct you can say. That. I couldn't, I couldn't say it no other way. I might, say, I might, I might, I might say a couple I'm other words. I'm going on me. <laughs> wait, wait. He don't went to the surgery room. He's trying to get in there with Pam. Let right. me in. Let me in. Right. She said that apple in there like real smooth. Right. Okay, right. Right. Because. And then he go, and now you got enough. You want some more, huh? You, you and, got and, 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 and let me say it like this. You know how honeys attract bees? Bees 
Okay. One's anointing attracts every species out there. No, you didn't. Now, isn't that So, see, for honey, see, your anointing is comparable to that of, your, your anointing is comparable to that of honey. As opposed to, well, I'm going to tell you like this, instead of honey where it just, for the most part, in this, this theory of, of speaking, attract bees, your anointing, your honey attracts every species that's out there that God created because Satan attempts to touch everything that God creates to try to prove to God that he has just as much power and authority and sovereignty that he has. And so to try to prove he is just as great as God, everything that God created, whether we think it breathes like a mammal because remember the the scripture says that you know they will you know one should not let a rock cry out in my name so whatever satan can use that god created to prove to attempt to prove god wrong to prove to god that his word can return to him void though god says his word will never return to him void it is after your honey boo I just need you to know that. Amen. I'm on mute now. I'm sorry. No apologies. I promise. Wait a minute. He had a question? I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and guess what? He not out of questions. He just want to stop. Oh, he's not out of questions. He just want to stop for right now. Yeah, that, that that's enough for right now. I'm good. I'm I'm, I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. Wait a minute. Hey, no. Seen Ken? Yeah, that's the bad part. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, he he heard it, but after the call is when he's gonna sit and let it. You know, like he said, when he sit and mer and meditate. Mm. It's no, the, it's gonna marinate. It's gonna marinate. I got one better than that. Now, since they like, oh. It's all. We can officially go after him and do such and such and such. He ain't going to be hidden. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and, we're, and, 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 and let, let me go ahead and say this. We're laughing with you. I promise you we're not laughing at you. Come on. Oh, my, feelings we, my feelings hurt. No. Oh. Well, I will you to go. <laughs> Let me try to go and give you a couple of bandages. I'm going to try to give you a couple of bandages, maybe a crutch or, you know, a foot cast or something. The re- and, and we laugh oh, Jesus. because we know this all too well. Mm, come on now. And we laugh to stop from crying. Come on. Because it ain't no joke, but we we rather try to laugh about it than to cry about it. And believe me, believe me, you, we pray for you, my brother. <laughs> we pray for you. Amen. But this, this, 
And and to walk with the Lord is an interesting walk. Holy. Is the only manual out there that can help you with this is called the Holy Bible. And it's probably the most read and the most misunderstood book that people read. Because you can read it a hundred times over and God will reveal something new to you every single time. Because the more you read it, the more you seek him, the stronger you get. And the more he will reveal to you because you are at a level where you can embrace it or accept it when you read it this 90th time as opposed to when you read it the first time. You're right. Are we finished? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to stop right now, okay? Wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got any more questions? <laughs> no. no. He sound like me on that one. Is this why I say amen? <laughs> I'm going to go over to the sink and wash my hands, and I'm going to make sure that they clean off all the... um. Surgical tools and sterilizer. Right, right, okay. We'll put them up for next time. Shoot, I don't can't clean the kitchen, the floor, the blender, the <laughs> <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh Lord! Mm-mm-mm. No more surgery for the day. The operating room is closed. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. I told thank y'all, but I ain't saying nothing else. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Come upstairs, I just see a trail of stuff. Anyway. Well, you cleaned up the kitchen. That was down. Ned? Yeah, please don't go into detail. I'm eating. Yeah, I mean, well, literally, in this in this particular situation, it could be any other above. This is on the lighter end. I just say it like that. Amen. Mm-hmm. I don't, my mind, I'm a prophet now. Right, there yeah, you go. You, I'm a processor. Let it yeah. go. So we're going. Okay, who else wants prayer? <laughs> we're going to go, go there, all right? All right, it's 2.30. Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So I would uh, ask to make, you know, ask Rod to pray for you so we can end the call. Hey, yeah, there you go. Now bring him back on, bring him back off mute and let him go ahead and end this call. I, I'm with you on that right. one. Father God, we just ask you to cover us in your blood. We just ask you to wrap your arms around us. We just ask that you protect us. We ask Mm. you to cover our minds, our hearts, our souls, our emotions, oh God. We just ask you to just touch our thinking, God. Take us out of that that place that we've been stuck in, oh God. Father God, dry up the mud that we may get out of the muddy place, oh God. That it may be dry drowned just like you did. Get those children of Israel, God. Just let us walk on dry ground and make that ground holy, God. We just thank you, God. We just ask you to uplift us, oh, God. Father God, we just ask you to push push us into a new spiritual realm, God. And we just thank you for protecting us, God. We just ask that you give us consistency in studying and 
and with our gifts, oh God, whatever our gift is, just make us stronger in that area, oh God. Father God, we pray for everybody on this line, God. We pray for their jobs and their minds, oh God. They just keep their minds on their jobs, God. Father God, all the things that come on their jobs, God, we just pray against those spirits, oh God. Lord, we just thank you, God, for the businesses, God, that you just touch those businesses, God. We just ask that you just ever elevate the business, elevate the people in the minds on them jobs, God. We just pray for the school that my sister opened, oh, God. We pray for those children, God, the future, God. We just ask that you touch their hearts. We just ask that you give her the assignment, oh, God, that she may line up with the assignment and help the people, God. Lord, we just thank you, God. We pray for Miss Erica, and we just ask that you lift her up, God. We just thank you, God. We pray for Brother Sam, God, that you keep on strengthening him. Keep giving him wisdom just like you gave Samuel, God. Father God, we just ask you to touch him like you touched Gabe, God. Create him a clean heart and renew the right spirit within him, God. So that so that the word that you come that the word that you give him will come and flow clearly. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you. We just ask you to touch his finances, God. We just ask you to touch his daughter, God. We just ask you to cover his home, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray and we thank you. Amen. 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 All righty. Well, I'm going to say a voice so I can try to run up out this house. Mm-hmm. All right. Everyone okay. has such a lovely day. Mm, happy, happy. You too. Mm-hmm. Until tomorrow morning. I'll be in touch. Au revoir. Okay, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.